0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance and my guest today is Mike Stelzner. He's a repeat guest, but he's also the founder of Social Media Examiner and the podcast by the same name. And he's the founder of the Social Media Marketing World Conference, probably the largest gathering of social media folks in the world. So, Mike, thanks for joining me. John, thanks so much for having me. So we're going to talk about live streaming video today, and I'm guessing a lot of people have heard of it because it's kind of the, the, the new thing that everybody's rushing to, but I have to admit, it's it, right now it's one of those things like, because you can do it, should you do it? Um, I see a lot of really sad stuff. Um, are, you, are you seeing some useful things out there that people are doing with uh, live streaming video that you think shows promise?
1: Well, if we think about it, John, the whole idea of live video is relatively new. It really started with Periscope slash Meerkat. Right. You know, they kind of launched within about 30 days of each other back in 2015. And a lot of people just didn't know what to do with it because the idea that you can go live from a mobile phone and broadcast anything was kind of a total novelty. So, you know, today, fast forwarding about a year and a half into this journey, I would say that. Smart marketers and smart small business owners are starting to figure out that, that they are fighting an uphill battle against algorithms. So, for example, you know this, John. Facebook, yeah. everyone's seeing <laughs> declining reach. And the one thing that really is powerful and that Facebook has clearly made a priority is live video. So the fact of the matter is that not only are you going to get newsfeed exposure by going live – You also are going to have an opportunity to create those kinds of connections with your audience, smaller connections that previously could only be accomplished when you go to a live event. So I'm finding and I think a lot of smart people are finding that coming regularly with content that is live to your audience actually can develop raving, loyal fans in the same way, frankly, that podcasting can. But it can take it to an entirely new level. So you mentioned a couple of players. You know,
0: Facebook uh, Live is obviously probably the one that's really charging ahead. But w- would you throw Snapchat and, and Instagram Stories into that? It's not really the same thing. But would you kind of throw them into that uh, kind of yeah, snack not size really, video? Because no. you're talking about 10-second snippets. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah.
1: I'd say live video is like what blogging is to Twitter. Right. So it's, it'd be like comparing blogging to Twitter when you're comparing um, live video, which is long form content, to to uh, instagram stories and snapchat which is really short form content so the only difference is they're vi- the only thing they share in common is the fact that it's video and that it's often unedited you right, know and right. it's, it's just kind of uh capturing the moment but i think the interactive element of live video takes it to an entirely new level so do you have a favorite platform or one that you think is
0: going to be the like if you're going to advise somebody who said look i don't want to be on all these places can i just do one what would it be
1: Well, you know, Facebook obviously has the largest audience in the world when it comes to social. Um, They are – Facebook has recently said they're going to invest millions of dollars in in billboard advertising and also in television advertising to actually evangelize live video to the common everyday person. So I think Facebook understands that this is a key part of their growth. But at the same time, Twitter, which of course is struggling financially – has this thing called Periscope, and Periscope just announced Periscope Producer, which I don't know if you've heard of this or Mm -hmm. not, John, but basically it allows – they've opened up the API is the easiest way to say this so that you can broadcast from your desktop to Periscope. And smart marketers are trying to figure out a way to simulcast from a source to Periscope and to Facebook Live simultaneously, (laughs) which is what we're working on right now. Cool. So, you know, the idea is it's about distribution. It's kind of like the idea of republishing blog content on the platforms where your customers are. Now, um, I should probably know the answer
0: to this, but I don't. So I'm going to ask you. Um, On Facebook Live, um, is there a way to have
1: multiple participants live that that obviously aren't in the same room? Yes and no. Um, It's not – Facebook Live announced something exclusively for – Uh, celebrity, you know, like true celebrities with the check marks that are like famous people. Right. And what it looked like was a picture in picture idea. So you have, you know, each person has a live account and then there's a little tiny square in the upper corner with the other person. It doesn't look like what you would expect to see on like CNN where you have split screen and all that. Um, But there is another option, which Facebook has an open API and using the right software. Some of it's free and some of it is Brainless, meaning you can push a button and go live, and we can talk about that if you want. Yeah,
0: that's BlueJeans or something like that. Do, would well, be
1: actually, Huzza, BlueJeans yeah. are hosted solutions that allow you to go live on their platform okay. and then okay. simulcast to the various social networks. But there's also desktop solutions like OBS, which is free, huh. and Wirecast, which is by the guys oh, that right. make All ScreenFlow right. for the right. Mac. And uh, they allow you to do full productions. Huh. And there's also a lot of cool... Uh, like gopro you know you can actually go live on facebook via gopro camera yeah so you could technically add it to a drone so there's like all this all this (laughs) innovation coming and yes you can definitely do that because we do that every week we uh we have a live show with up to four people simultaneously side by side and we broadcast on facebook and you're using what technology for that we're using something called huzza h-u-z-z-a right and what's Huzza is a paid solution that starts at $15 a month. We use their $49 a month Mm -hmm. option. And what's really cool about Huzza, John, is you do not need to be a techie. So previously to Huzza, the only easy way to go live on Facebook was to have another person on a computer acting as a producer and capturing the stream and then rebroadcasting it out to Facebook. Huzza which has got this tech that's been in beta for about three or four months, with one click of a button, you can go live on Facebook. And it just pops up a little prompt and you put in the name of your show and you say, do you want to publish it to a group or to your page or to your personal profile? And everything that happens on Huzza simulcasts over to Facebook. Hmm. And that is awesome for a small business because you don't want to have to hire a pro to help figure out all this tech.
0: Yeah, and I, I tell you, some of the best uses I've actually seen of this. Um, there, there certainly are going to be more and more cases of, of business owners using it, but people that are using it inside of groups to do like Q and As, you and know, you know, so it might be it might be a um, you know a group that's a membership that pays for a product or something, and then I see people that are doing you know live Q and As you know as part of that you know monthly membership fee. Uh, so I really lo- I really love it inside of groups.
1: Absolutely. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're willing to do it on at a, at a solo just from your smartphone, you can also do the exact same thing into groups from your smartphone. If you, And we can talk about how to go, you know, w- with one person into these different platforms and stuff. But there's just so many business applications for live video. And it is,
0: uh, to your knowledge, the Facebook um, video, live video is available to everyone
1: now, right? Yes. Yeah. So- All pages have it. Yeah. And if you have a Facebook page, you need to use the Pages app um, to get access to it. Um, we re- we recommend everybody upgrade to using Facebook Business Manager first sure. and then to use the Pages app. And the Pages app is a standalone app, and you could put your iPhone on a in the right kind of a rig. We use a little rig called an iographer rig, which allows us to attach it to a tripod. And then you can just go ahead and, and go directly – uh, to your facebook page and and some of the applications john which I think are kind of cool is you can break news Yeah, like we've done this before where there's some breaking news and we just go live and we talk about it And we talk about what it means and we can talk as long as we want. You can go up to four hours with a live video hmm. And right now facebook live does not work from the desktop though. Yeah natively so yeah. you cannot do this You have to do this from your mobile phone or you have to do it through some third-party system like huzza the cool thing about huzza by the way is it does allow full screen uh, screen sharing mm, cool. so you can actually technically give a presentation yeah, and using this platform hmm. cool. to the group or whatever you
0: want do you uh, recommend miking uh, other than the native you know
1: iphone uh, mic yeah absolutely um, if you are using a smartphone um, there's a really cool microphone um, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what it is uh, a road R-H-O-D-E. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. They call it the lav, I think, iMic or something, but it's designed for smartphones. And it's got about a six-foot cord on it. It's about 80 bucks, but it's a really high-quality lavalier microphone. Yeah, And we I use that exclusively because you're going to pick up a lot of ambient noise mm-hmm. because depending on which, way, which camera you're using on your phone, like if you've got a tripod and you've got someone like an assistant on the other side of the phone watching the comments and you're just looking at the front of the camera – it's not. It's going to pick up the wrong side of the audio because the audio is on the other side of the camera. Yeah. So this is one of those situations where having a lav mic can make a huge difference. Well, plus,
0: you're going to be four or five feet away no matter what from the mic as well so, uh, yeah. so ideally right you've got your... at least
1: a selfie stick so you can you know if you're if you're looking at it yourself so you can kind of mobilize it because holding your hand up as you know <laughs> for more than about five minutes it gets a yeah. little difficult
0: and they, they sell a lot of these little iPhone tripods and things too that, uh, that you can mount on a desktop or even you know wrap it around some, you know I've got one that's got the little foam legs and so I can kind
1: of make it stand up just about anywhere there's cool little clip-on uh, <coughs> clip-on lenses too that you can get that will allow you to go wide-angle, for example. Oh, so so yeah, it could be yeah. relatively close, but it could get, you could get multiple people into the camera yeah. with these little clip-on lenses.
0: I um, purchased one of those little Mevo cameras um, and have been playing around with it as well. And it uh, does integrate uh, into the Facebook uh, Live platform pretty pretty nicely. Um,
1: cool. And, does and it allow you – what, you just have to use like an iPad or something and with the push of a button you can go live? Well,
0: you can use your iPhone um, and because it connects uh, wirelessly to the camera. Um, so the, the the iphone then becomes a becomes the controller for the camera too which is kind of cool so if you it's really better you know if you have somebody who can control the camera then so you have a second person so you're still you know you're looking at the camera you're not worrying about you know looking down at your phone but it actually has the ability for you to go wide has you know and zoom in and to actually move the camera so if you've got like you said, three people there. They, they can all kind of, it can move from person to person, you know, based on who's talking. You've actually got a few filters. So if you want to do like sepia or something for your broadcast, uh,
1: I love the way it pans in too. I yeah. mean, they've even got an automatic, they've got an automatic feature on the thing where it will automatically, um, whoever, I think whoever's talking right. will automatically auto focus on them, them yep. right? Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. So it's uh,
1: really slick. You yeah. got to have audio on that one though. That's one where you absolutely have to have remote audio.
0: Right, because the the microphone in – the native microphone built into the camera is pretty lousy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's going to be far enough away that it's not going to be a good quality yeah. Kind of
0: pickup. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit – I mean obviously we could do a whole show on the technology and it, and it changes frequently. And I know that you guys at Social Media Examiner do a nice job covering it. Uh, so uh, obviously if you're not subscribed to Social Media Examiner, I don't know who you are, but you you should get over there. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the. Th- I'll, I'll, I'll actually, um, speaking of Social Media Examiner, I actually went and found a, a couple stories that you guys have written or some of your writers have uh, written about ways that clever ways that people are using this. Um, so, first one was uh, um, a um, a fitness salon I think or a fitness studio that had been in business for sixteen years and they just did a big. Uh, event but it was kind of a you know fl- it was not just like a meet and greet it was a flash mob you know at a mall <laughs> to you know that's they had choreographed this entire thing and they knew it would go viral and they uh, um, so they used live streaming you know video for that but obviously it was all around their 16th uh, anniversary so I think I think that idea of an Im- impromptu event that just shows hey this is a really fun business that's
1: certainly a great use Absolutely. And, um, one cool thing is that eventually, well, they've just announced that you're going to be able to schedule, Mm. uh, your live broadcast up to seven days in advance. And right now it's just for verified pages. Um, but the cool thing about this is that, you know, right now Facebook live is, is, is generally speaking impromptu. There is no scheduling, you know, everybody just goes live and it interrupts the newsfeed, but they're very quickly moving to a point where you can schedule and promote and what's really exciting about that, John, is that people can start interacting and chatting in the very same post that will turn into a live post. Mm. And that very same live post will turn into a video recording when it's all said and done. And I think the best example of this was – are you familiar with the Chewbacca mom and her story? No. This gal was in a Cole's um, parking lot and she had this mask on that she had bought for her kids and um, it was Chewbacca. And she, she went live to her – friends and fans on her little profile and she put on this chewbacca mask and started cracking up and um she was just a really funny gal and she did like a little five minute video well this thing ended up going completely viral and it was seen by 150 million people and it (laughs) was it it, she got so famous she ended up mark zuckerberg flew her to the headquarters the lucas films because it just so happened that she was wearing a chewbacca mask and of course she got Free stuff at Kohl's. And (laughs) this was the first actual viral sensation that happened from a live video performance. That's interesting. And it was all the post after the fact when it went viral. So that's the upside to these videos is that the whole thing becomes a video when it's said and done and it can have a life of its own. You can put money behind it and promote it and it can be quite powerful. Yeah, I am seeing people uh, that are taking the approach
0: where they're doing it like a show, scheduled show. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday at noon, I'll be here doing X, and so they That's they exactly do get do. yeah they do get a little bit of I think bump from the expectation that or because they can promote it. I, I suppose you could could you make that an event as well in Facebook and and people could say they're going to it and and then they'd get notified.
1: Yes, but yeah. here's the challenge: um, if you 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 can broadcast to a group or an event, and they're functionally mm. very similar on Facebook. The problem with broadcasting to an event. Is that you might have a lot more people that are yeah. fans on your page that yeah. will never see it because they haven't rsvp to the event. Right, right, right. So, um, what we do at Social Media Examiner, we have a live show every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, and it's called the Morning Social Media Marketing Talk Show, and it's an hour long show. And what we do is on Thursday we're prepping for the show, and we usually, you know, spend a lot of time talking about the news of you know what happened in the last week in the news, and we bring on our remote correspondence, if you will, to talk about what it means. And we, we simply put a simple post together on our Facebook page the afternoon before the live show. And then we go live and we simulcast from Huzza to Facebook. But what's really cool about Huzza, John, is that it allows you to put in an email. And mm. every our goal is to get everybody over to Huzza. And we've got about a 1,000 people that are on that. And every week, we can push those 1,000 people forward to notify of the new show. So they get an email 30 minutes before the show goes live. And um, and we also have a special page we set up called socialmediaexaminer.com slash live, which we always talk about on every show. And on there, we have a Google Calendar that we tell everybody to put us on. We say, put our show on your calendar. And then we update the Google Calendar every, every week with the link to the Huzza. So that way, people actually block it out on their calendar to come join us for the live show every week, and it's worked really well. We typically get about 160 people on our huzza, and then we get about four or five thousand people on Facebook every week.
0: Yeah, and and for those of you that were listening to that, thinking, "Man, I got to write that down. I got to write that down." One thing to write down. Go get your URL. <laughs> Duct tape. Live is taken. Um, that uh, the, there's no question that I think as this becomes more important, there, you'll see more and more people doing you know that extension of their brand or of, of their
1: properties. Yeah, and it's just, you know, for us, it's as simple as just adding pretty links to our WordPress blog and creating a short link that forwards to a longer page, you know, yeah. that has all these details on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, again, going to Social Media Examiner, found
0: uh, an example of a uh, – I'm just going to – yeah, Vicky. So it is a woman, a woman's store called The Funky Fairy, and mm-hmm. they actually do – Uh, liquidation sales so they literally say okay at noon i'm going to be on here at this time and it's going to be your only chance to get these smoking hot deals Um, i I don't know exactly how they do the transaction or whatnot but they actually say here's this thing it's 50 percent off and you know that's that's one of the the first straight up examples of somebody actually selling something you know right in live streaming video and, and apparently fairly successful
1: yeah, I know that a lot of people when they have launches they're using live video also. Right. Um for example, I've seen this with Amy Porterfield and Michael Hyatt. You know, a lot of these people are are following these launch strategies where it's like the last day to get get in. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll have like a 2-hour live Q&A on social and they'll email their entire list that says come get your questions answered. Yeah. And then they will just be there for hours answering questions live. And they'll say something like, even if you don't get your questions live, it's your chance to talk to Michael or Amy live. And I know that's a very effective way. The way we do it is we say that the show is sponsored by Social Media Marketing World at the beginning, between our segments, and at the end of the show. So we're right. we're making multiple mentions during the show of the bigger product that we're always selling. Do Do you feel
0: like it an important element? Obviously, there's some interaction, people ask questions, you see people just drop in and say hi you look great i do feel like uh you 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 have to staff that i mean in other words if if you're the presenter or you're the person doing it you want to make sure that somebody is responding and, and encouraging
1: i think so because the hardest thing in the world john is to actually um Look at the camera, because you got to look at the camera when you're live, right? Because then it looks like you're looking somebody in the eye. (laughs) To look at the camera and actually engage the audience with valuable content while at the same time processing the questions that people are asking is extremely difficult. And um, you can do this if you just strictly have an outline and you say, hey, I'm here to uh, present some content for you. And then at the end, I'll take your questions. But I prefer whenever possible to have somebody helping because I just think – like, for example, in the case of Huzza, they can actually pop the questions live up on the screen so me and everyone else can see those questions. Mm. And then I can choose to ignore that question or I can choose to engage that question um, without them interrupting me. Yeah. So it's pretty powerful. Yeah. So it's a little like a webinar, I suppose, to some
0: degree, except that in some cases yeah. on a webinar, you're not – they're not seeing you live video. So the fumbling
1: around part um, you know gets really uh, a little crazy really in live video. It yeah. really is like a webinar yeah. – Frankly, like if you think of Citrix Go to Webinar, which is kind of like you know, now you can do faces, right? You can do video on the webinars too. So it's yeah. kind of like all these technologies are beginning to compete with each other. Yeah. And um, you know, if you can do screen sharing on live video and you can do live video on webinars, what's the difference? Right, right, right. <laughs> right. It's well, just where is mean, where the, the people are. The distribution. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you
0: know another cool use that I see. I'm I'm really into fine woodworking and I'm just really seeing somebody build a piece of furniture i just think is so cool out of wood particularly um and i've seen some really neat kind of behind the scenes types of things like that where they'll say you know let's go back into the they're assembling the final piece you know let's go back into the shop and and see how this you know this piece actually is made or let's see how the magazine is laid out i I think i think a lot of businesses could do that behind the scenes thing couldn't they
1: I think absolutely. And what's cool about Facebook is they actually do allow you to run a continuous stream. So let's say that you are like the San Diego Zoo and you've got Mm, the Panda exhibit. You could just run that nonstop promotion. Or let's say that you've got a crazy kitchen that's always cooking and you could live stream all the chefs in the kitchen cooking. Um, it's not going to be as exciting as having someone go into the kitchen and interview the chef, but you could just as easily do that. Everybody loves to know how the sausage is made, yeah so, no matter what size company you're in, that kind of stuff, you know your customers love that kind of stuff so um
0: obviously when you do the live video it 's happening live, but uh, what's the archive situation? you know how do we extend the life of that thing
1: it's a great question um, all of the technologies allow you to – they convert the live into a recording now, right? So Periscope and Facebook Live immediately turns it into a recording. In the case of Facebook – I don't personally use Periscope anymore, so I don't know exactly how it works these days. But I know with Facebook, you can download that video um, and you can slice it and dice it, put it up to YouTube. Or you can take little components of it and you can publish it on whatever social platform you want within the constraints of that platform. Um, I just interviewed Shilene Johnson for my podcast and she's got this crazy production, yeah. um, which is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks, but she goes live. And then when, then when she's basically, she spends a few hours researching, then she goes live on a topic. And when it's all done, her team downloads the video, makes transcriptions of it, makes a blog post or multiple blog posts out of it, creates like a hundred tweets out of it hmm. and, uh, ends up. Trans, also ends up stripping the audio to create it for her podcast. I mean, there's so many <laughs> things that you can do with it. It's crazy.
0: So, so she yeah, t- talks for uh, talks for an hour and makes 34 pieces of content. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I I was just in Phoenix with my uh, group of duct tape marketing consultants and uh, you know, only a percentage uh, come. Some cannot uh, travel across the world to to come to our summit. And so this year we you know, watching 12 hours of video is like you know, deathly, right? So instead of recording it all, we did kind of synopsis uh, scenes live uh, to Facebook and really got uh, a lot of, you know, it's a small group that's still doing it, but but got a lot of really positive feedback uh, from that. Now, obviously, you run a really large event. Uh, do you see a place for you know,
1: live streaming video at events? Yes. Um, it's interesting because one thing that a lot of people need to keep in mind is that Facebook Facebook has really strict rules on what can and cannot be live streamed. So, for example, if you play any copyrighted music in Mm -hmm. the background, Mm -hmm. that broadcast will not work. So, for example, I just saw a post from Mari Smith today. She was at an event. They were playing music in the background, but Mari was not able to publish that thing because there was copyrighted music that Facebook uh, asked Mari to confirm that she had the rights to rebroadcast that, and she did not, and therefore she was not able to do it. So um, that's one thing you have to keep in mind is music. Um, If you don't have the rights to it, you better make sure it's not playing because Facebook has really smart AI that's going to be listening Um, But the best thing to do at events that is within legal bounds is to really – especially if you're attending an event that's not your own event – is to do the hallway stuff, like to interview the speakers Mm -hmm. in the hallway, Mm -hmm. show some of the experiences that people are having. Um, But it's not necessarily recommended that you broadcast copyrighted content, even if you're an event producer because – um, those speakers might not be cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they I might get paid a lot of money to read those presentations. <laughs> well, and I like
0: – I, I certainly like the idea, particularly somebody who's not there. I mean a five-minute synopsis of kind of the high points is probably more valuable than 45 minutes of maybe being out of context anyway.
1: Yeah, and it's good. It's good promotion for the event to have right. a live component for sure, because people will be like, "Man, I shouldn't have missed it. I'm going to be there next year."
0: And I assume for social media marketing world, you you were doing that, or certainly have it in the plans for 2017. Yeah. Well,
1: what we did in 2016 was we had Brian Fanzo as our official uh, scoper, and he went around the event and basically scoped behind the scenes experiences as people were prepping for keynotes, talking to some of the keynote presenters, and he was interviewing people in the hallways. You know, kind of using it in a way. That helped promote the event and also gave people kind of a peek at what goes on at the conference.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, as a matter of fact, why don't you make a plug for Social Media Marketing World? And the no reason I can say this because
1: you know I'm going to be speaking there again this year. So, uh... <laughs> Well, thank you, John. It's our fifth year. <laughs> um, what we're doing new this year is we have a creator series, and it's 40 sessions for content creators. Ten of those sessions are going to be on live video. 10 on blogging 10 on video in general and youtube and another 10 on podcasting so we are um expanding the conference really to invite those that are creators that are trying to figure out how to either grow an audience build a business around an audience that they already have as creators um that's just a small component of what we do we also have amazing workshops which you are one of those teachers of one of those workshops and um Man, we expect four thousand people there this year, John, in March, and uh, we are super excited about the amazing growth. We've already almost sold a thousand tickets as uh-huh. of this recording.
0: Well, and and San Diego is such a lovely place to be in March, in my opinion.
1: <laughs>
0: really is. <yes. laughs> seventy two degrees. It's a lovely place to be just about year-round, but when you live in Kansas City, it's uh, particularly nice. March is still a little raw uh, around Kansas City at times, so it's really a great getaway. Obviously, great people there and a really, really well-run event. So Thank you. Mike, thanks for joining me. This is uh, a topic that I am sure is going to draw a lot of interest uh, for the recording of this, and uh, so I appreciate you stopping by and sharing your knowledge, and we will see you soon out there on the road. Thank you, John. This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast was made available by the folks at Magic Jack for Business. You can take your small business phone system to the cloud and save thousands. You're going to get unbeatable reliability at an incredible price. There's no nickeling, diming. It's always on. You get all kinds of professional features like auto attendant and music on hold and virtual fax and way more. And because you're a listener of mine, you get two free months of the service when you sign up at, get ready, magicjackforbusiness.com slash duct tape, slash duct tape. Be one of the first people to sign up, one of the first 100 to sign up, and you'll get a free phone too. Isn't that awesome?